Hi, everybody. I'm Patrick McEnroe, and this is Holding Court. Boy, I never thought I'd be sitting here one day celebrating a tennis movie winning an Academy Award, a big-time Academy Award. But, of course, that's exactly what happened at the Oscars last night as Will Smith won the Oscar for Best Actor in a movie. That, of course, was King Richard, where he portrayed Richard Williams, the dad of Venus and Serena Williams. But, of course, we're not talking about just that today. Celebrate. We, we, how could it happen that we'd just be celebrating the great game of tennis and through the Williams sisters and their story with their family? What an unbelievable story. By the way, the, the best tennis movie bar none that's ever been made. And I really like the Billie Jean King one about the Bobby with Bobby Riggs and that story. Excellent movie. Uh, there was a couple of real bombs <clears throat> in years past. And I say that with all due respect to my big brother, Johnny Mac, who starred in one called players from way back. I'm going to say that was late 70s, maybe early eighties. And he was in that. Ely Nastasi was in it. You know, I had bit parts. Uh, that was uh, not that well received. Uh, there's but there was Wimbledon, which was somewhat about 10, 15 years ago. Not bad. Pretty good. I remember actually being at Wimbledon commentating for ESPN when they actually filmed the movie. They 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 started a match one day a little bit late on center court, so they had a full crowd there. I actually filmed uh, the actors walking out onto the court. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, they started the actual match. So I remember being there for that. And that was a decent movie. Not too bad about sort of a, a challenger type, you know, triple A type player making it all the way to the Wimbledon final, which, uh, of course, I was going to say, well, that ne- would never happen. But then uh, Karetsev made it to the semis of uh, the Australian Open a couple of years ago as he was... Uh, sort of a journeyman player up until that point. But anyway, uh, can you believe it? I mean, I mean, what in the hell was Will Smith thinking last night? I mean, I'm, I'm, I am by no means an expert on anything to do with Hollywood and the Oscars, the Academy Award. I, I mean, I, I, barely pay that much attention to it, to be honest. And I usually watch it with my wife because she's an actor and she's been in mostly in Broadway stuff, but in some movies and some TV stuff, she's singing uh, predominantly at the moment. And she's actually in London uh, doing some concerts over there. So she wasn't home. So my daughters, you know, they're sort of into it, but it was a Sunday night. They were a little bit tired from the weekend, get caught up in their homework. So they kind of came in periodically and I was switching back and forth between, of course, I'd watch the hoops games, the NCAA tournament. And, uh, you know, the, the final eight games were not great. Uh, the, the games before that sweet 16 games were awesome with, uh, St. Peter's of course, from here in the New York area, New Jersey, making it to the elite eight, getting stomped by North Carolina, Duke, uh, looking like the team to beat. So they'll take on North Carolina in one semifinal. Then it'll be Villanova against Kansas, Kansas, the only one seed. So anyway, my point is, is great, you know, great sports weekend. I even tweeted over the weekend, tennis is back in Miami at the Miami open, which I've been watching the event on tennis channel. And, uh, they're doing a heck of a job down there at the tournament. It seems like the buzz is back to people I've spoken to who have been there, super excited about uh, having the tournament back at uh, full capacity this year. They did have the event last year, but it was limited capacity. Excuse me. So you've got, and even without the big three, no Nadal, no Djokovic, uh, no Federer on the men's side, 
You got some great stories. Young Americans continuing to do well. Medvedev uh, looked like he's getting back on track. I think he's playing actually right now as I speak here on a Monday afternoon. Uh, so anyway, my point is, is celebrating tennis. All the Williams sisters have done for tennis. You know, Serena's out there front and center with everything she's doing with her career off the court. God bless her. Awesome that she's able to parlay her great success in tennis. She's going to have a great career post-tennis. You know, a lot of people asking me, is she going to come back? I think so. I mean, everything she said, she gave an interview with Christiane Amanpour at CNN recently where she was understandably ticked off that they had a picture of her, of, excuse me, of Venus in the New York Times. Uh, and it said Serena discussing all of Serena's, uh, some of her business interests. So understandably, Serena got uh, ticked off about that. I don't blame her for that. Calling out the New York Times, good for her. Now, the New York Times does make mistakes. Okay, they usually... Uh, correct them pretty quickly, but I don't know if it was a race, a sexism thing, whatever. Um, Important though, that Serena voiced her opinion and, and, and good for her. And Venus was there as well. So they were there um, at the Academy Awards sitting up um, in the boonies, which I was a little surprised about. I mean, maybe put Venus and Serena down low. I mean, I know they were doing this sort of tables thing with this, with the big time stars, the Hollywood stars. I get that. Um, I guess because of COVID. So you had Will Smith and his wife, Jada Pinkins Smith. You had uh, Bradley Cooper in that era, who, by the way, is a very good tennis player. I do play tennis with him uh, once in a while when he's in New York. Solid player. Great athlete, actually. Uh, Denzel Washington, of course, down there. Uh, You had uh, Nicole Kidman and her husband, uh, the country music star. Uh, why is his name? Why am I slipping? Because I love his music. I listen to him all the time. I'm into new country now. I listen to that on Sirius XM. So um, I guess I'm not that into I can't remember his name, but uh, you'll you'll remind me, my listeners, that he's an Aussie. Anyway, they're all sitting down there, and 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 Chris Rock gets up to tell a joke. Every, I don't need to recap the story for you. You all know about it. And uh, it looked like Will Smith thought it was funny at first that he made a joke about his wife's, you know, hair, not having any hair. Apparently she's got an, uh, an illness, which she loses her hair. So understandably, she's, you know, not that psyched about being made uh, jokes about it. Uh, Will Smith looked like he was laughing at first, but then we cut away. We saw his wife sort of rolling his eyes. Next thing you know, he's walking up, slaps, I mean, slaps him hard. And uh, so I'm like, I literally had actually changed the channel at that moment. I was, I was switching back and forth to tennis, going back and forth to tennis, watching the Miami Open. The, the basketball is already over. So I come back to the Academy Awards. At this point, I told my daughters, you know, it's time to go to bed. You got to get to sleep. Got to go to school the next day. And literally when I turned it back, Chris Rock is saying, this is the, you know, the like right after it happened, he said, this is the greatest moment in television history or something like that. Whatever his line was, he was trying to figure out what the hell to do. And they had cut away from the part when uh, Will Smith walked away on American television, but they stayed on it in different parts of the world, Australia, Japan. So you saw the whole thing and you saw Will Smith yell at him, you know, don't ever say that effing use my wife's and your effing mouth loudly twice yelled it out. So that um, apparently you could hear a pin drop in the auditorium there uh, from all the stars and all the Hollywood executives and so on. 
Unfreaking believable. I mean, you know, a couple of years, there's no Oscars. Here it's like this huge night celebrating, you know, getting people back, live music again. You know, three women hosting it did a tremendous job. Amy Poehler was great. Just to, you know, the energy was great. Um, and then we're like, oh my God, like we in our little tennis world, like, you know, getting some pub here. Didn't, didn't win best picture, but Will Smith, you know, did an unbelievable job in the movie. So did the actress that played Oracine as well. I have her mind, her name is slipping my mind. I told you I'm not an expert on Hollywood stuff, but she was also there. Uh, she didn't win uh, for best supporting actor, or maybe was she best actress? Whatever, she didn't win. But point is, it was a very entertaining movie. Great movie. A lot of people have asked me about it. Is it all true? You know, the part when... Uh, Richard took Venus and Serena to the coach out in California, and my brother was there. I'm, honestly, I don't even know if that's true or not. I know the guy who was the coach um, was did coach my brother. Paul Cohen was his name. He did coach my brother for a period of time when John was sort of coming back from one of his sabbaticals. He was into yoga, and he was into all this different stuff, and Paul Cohen uh, coached him for a time, so he was known as a pretty good coach out there. So, But whether or not that actually happened – what John was there, I don't know. <clears throat> but they did have a good line, which the coach said, uh, I, you know, you're crazy, and I've coached McEnroe. You're crazy, and everyone ever ever seen, and you, I coach McEnroe. That part, um, who the hell knows? But this is Hollywood. You take both uh, artistic license, as we know. So there was some of that in the movie, but the premise of the movie certainly accurate is, is Richard and Oracine, the, the mom. You know, incredible story, uh, really well done. The girls who were playing the parts of Venus and Serena, darn good tennis players. I don't know how they got found players that were that good, that young, um, but they did. And uh, Venus and Serena, you know, were executive producers, so they were behind the movie. And uh, lo and behold, I mean, the whole thing gets upstaged by one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. I mean, what is what was he thinking, Will Smith? I've been married for a long time. You know, my wife's in the in the business too. Uh, you know, she gets take to people take shots at her, just like people take shots at me. It's like on on Twitter. You know, everybody bashes me if I come on or ah, you're only in television because your brother was famous. You know, so we 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 all get that. We're sort of in a, have a public type career. Okay, and I was trying to put myself in in Will Smith's shoes, like if someone did that, said something about my wife in front of, you know, all, you know, like say it was like a tennis crowd or a theater crowd, all, all these people that we'd worked with our whole life, what would I do? Oh, I mean, so I sort of understand, you know, sticking up for your, your family. And he tried to talk, he didn't try. He talked about that in his acceptance speech, uh, <clears throat> you know, sort of saying life imitates art. Cause that's what Richard Williams did, but I don't know. It seemed like, Wow, you really, you really needed to go there, and I, you know, I don't know. Again, I don't know anything about these people other than what I read, and uh, you know, apparently Chris Rock has made jokes about the family before when he hosted the Oscars. I guess it was in 2016. I mean, Chris Rock's a comedian. <laughs> okay, that's what that's what stand-up comedians do, and Chris Rock has been, you know, is is one of the greats. Um, so a lot of people were wondering, it was at stage. That can't be real. Uh, but from all things that, uh, we could, that we could possibly learn, I have a little bit of inside information, not that much, but a little bit, uh, it was definitely real. Um, so, you know, how this plays out, who knows, Will Smith's one of the great, uh, actors and 
he's more than he's more than a great actor. He's a he's a he's a he's a, he's a star. You know, there's, sometimes there's a difference between a, being a Hollywood star and a great actor, right? So Meryl Streep's both. Will Smith seems to be both. Robert De Niro, both. Um, so it was nice to see De Niro and Pacino, by the way, with Francis Ford Coppola celebrating 50 years uh, when The Godfather first uh, came out. So that was cool. So there was, again, I'm not a huge Hollywood guy. I don't know that much about the ins and outs of it, just like a regular fan. So it was just bizarre. I don't, uh, Will Smith just lost it. And uh, I guess we find out where, what, what happens to his career after that. Where, where, where does it go? Does he get bigger? Or will there be any apology? He, he apologized to everyone except Chris Rock. So that that leads you one to believe that it was there was definitely some personal stuff going on that maybe we don't know about over the years. So he finally said enough is enough. But I've heard people say, well, what if uh, Chris Rock was six foot five? You know, not a small guy, and you know Will Smith's a big guy. What if he had? What if uh, it was he who's a woman who made the same joke? What what if it was another uh, uh, white guy? I don't know. I mean, it, it, does any of that really matter? I mean, I don't know. It's just, I guess it's not fun, but it, you sort of talk about it. Um, wow. It was, it was bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. And uh, the Oscars, they're back. I guess they're back. You know, not in a way that they thought. It's like, you know, Djokovic back at the Australian Open, but he's not back. It's like getting attention for the wrong reason. That's why I was on CNN so much for a while, because all these issues in tennis, Peng Shui initially, Novak Djokovic, um, Naomi Osaka. Uh, you know, I'm going to get back into tennis, so for the rest of this pod, because I do like what I'm seeing down at the Miami Open. Congratulations to the Williams sisters and to the family for uh, putting together, helping put together such a great movie for having their story, which is amazing. And uh, I'm glad it was given what it deserves, which it's a great Hollywood movie, but uh, sort of a serious bummer that it was marred by what happened uh, on stage at the Oscars between Chris Rock and Will Smith. Absolutely surreal. All right, so let's get into a little actual tennis now at the Miami Open, which uh, is shaping up to be a heck of a tournament. Of course, Taylor Fritz winning out at the BNP Paribas Open. Nadal um, with a stress fracture type thing or a bone issue in his ribs, but it sounds like not as serious as they initially thought. So he should be back for the clay court season. Probably good for him, I think, to have a couple of weeks off actually now. I don't think he needs to play that much on clay. I actually thought he was a little burnt out by the French Open last year. So Medvedev, a winner, uh, taking out Martinez. So he's had a couple straight set wins, including one over Murray. Uh, Brooksby with a good, really good win over Batista Agut in three. That was earlier today. This is Monday. I'm talking to you um, on the 28th of March. So you'll be listening to this hopefully on the 29th. Brooksby will take on Medvedev. You've got um, who else in the, that top half of the draw? Hercotch, Karetsev going on now. Sitsipas trying to find his A game. Took out J.J. Wolf, another young American who's making some inroads. Alcaraz against Chilich. That's coming up. And then you've got Paul, Tommy Paul against Fritz and Korda against Katsmanovich. Only one of those guys from that section is getting to the semis. So that's an unbelievable section there. Sitsipas, Dimonor. Then Chilich Alcaraz, Fritz Paul, Korda Ketsmanovich, who had, of course, had a great run in Indian Wells. Um, wow. 
I mean, that is a serious section, right? That's just the top half of the draw. Bottom, we got to go and uh, take the cap off to Kyrgios, who's just been on fire down there, playing lights out, crushing the ball, relaxed, uh, beat Fognini, destroyed Rublev in straight sets, which was amazing, less than an hour. He'll take Count Sinner next, who's had a couple of tight matches. He's just kind of scraping by. Uh, took out Karina Busta, who, who who choked up a little bit, a little bit, trying to close that out yesterday. Tiafo making a little bit of a run. He'll take on Rude. No, he took on the other Serendula, Serendolo brother. He took out one of them yesterday, three and two. So nice to see Tiafo back on track. Nori will take on Rude. Kokonakis against Zverev. That's the bottom section of the draw. So we'll see if Zverev can get his game going. Uh, Kyrgios. Based on the way they've looked so far, you'd have to say is a slight favorite going up against Sinner. Uh, of course, Sinner is has been much more consistent. He's seated number nine there, but just this tournament, Kyrgios looking absolutely on fire. So that's the men's side. Just quickly give you some snippets on that. How about the women? I know uh, Danielle Collins won uh, her match earlier today against Jabor. She will likely play Osaka, who's up a set on Ali Riss. Seville had a win and then Bencic against Sasnovich. That's the top half of the draw. The bottom half, this is just really wide open. How about Fru Vertova, the 16-year-old? Uh, my daughter, who's a tennis, uh, nice junior tennis player, was rem- telling me about the Fru Vertova sisters for the last couple of years. So I said, Victoria is her name. I said, you're on top of this. She said, I told you, Dad, there two of them are going to be great. And the younger sister, apparently, according to my daughter, even better then the older one, who's 16, who's beaten Mertens, was a great win. Well, she won her first match against Kovinich. Then she beat Mertens in three. Then Azarenka, who um, continues to have some struggles, she just walked off the court down to set in three love. So now the youngster will play Bedosa. Um, maybe she's a favorite in this section. Well, you've got Sviantek, Sviant- oh, who's now going to be number one. We'll take on Goff next. That's a pretty good match. Kudomertova against Kvitova. Uh, Bedosa looking awfully strong. I'd like to see Bedosa. Uh, can Goff beat Sviantek? Well, she can, but uh, she had a good win over Zhang, six and five. Sviantek uh, now will be number one in the world. Unless, uh, I think Bedosa might have a shot, but I think since Sviantek just won a couple of rounds, she'll be number one when the new rankings come out. Of course, Ashley Barty deciding to have her name taken off the WTA ranking list. So we'll do another update on the Miami Open in a couple of days. Uh, so I hope everyone is down there enjoying it. it. looks like the vibe is great. The center court looks better than it's looked in the past with the configuration there. The outer courts look tremendous. So I've been enjoying watching it on the TV back home. A little nippy here in New York today in the 20s when I woke up this morning. What is going on? Spring not quite here yet on the East Coast. Holding Court with Patrick McEnroe is powered by Mudhouse Media.